Yo, 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 is that too many, too many yo's, are you all still listening, so I just thought I'd come in with a bit more energy than the last episode of the Alcast. as I listened back to it, I was like, man, man, you were half asleep in that episode, man, shouldn't be putting episodes out after you just roll out of bed, and you <laughs> just kind of scroll through the interwebs and give out your opinion as you go but um yeah i just want to apologize for that last episode guys i listened back to it and even though like whatever i can say whatever about it it's like i wasn't in a great headspace that day or this or that but at the end of the day it's just just excuses i probably should have just um gone back and deleted it from the archive and this and that but i'm trying to do better you know i'm just uh i'm only into season two of the podcast and Today I got all my research done before I started recording, which is good, and uh, probably ditched the format where I just go on the fly and um, <laughs> don't really have a plan or this or that because it's it's not the it's not the way, man. It's not the kind of way to do a podcast if you're trying to entertain people. Which at the end of the day, I mean, that's what I'm here for. I'm just trying to make your day a little better, give you a, like a hot 15, 20, 25 minutes of sports and uh, entertainment to listen to, brighten up your day a little, maybe put a little smirk on your face as you're walking around with your headphones on or got your headphones on doing chores in the house or this or that, whatever you're doing. I'm just here to give you a little something, something in the world of football and fighting to keep your day moving, man. So let me just give you the quick rundown as we do here on the Alcast. Uh, lots of stuff to talk about today in the worlds of football and fighting, like I mentioned. We've seen uh, last week how the Cowboys handled the uh, Andy Dalton getting knocked out situation and the them seeming to give up situation and look like they're the second worst team in the league situation. All right, we got them, uh, New York Jets battling out to be the worst team in New York. Seems like they're tanking for Trevor already. We got a UFC card coming up um, tomorrow, as well as uh, two different boxing cards happening tomorrow, big boxing cards, one in the States and one over in the UK. Uh, Some of the training I've been doing on my own in the worlds of boxing and um, just calisthenics and this and that, give you guys some tips on that. Uh, situation over in uh, Tampa Bay where they just seem to be acquiring players and players leading up to the trade deadline which I believe is coming right up in the next little while I I should have looked it up before the pod started on when exactly the NFL trade deadline is you don't see as much action as you do typically I don't think in like the uh, NHL or the NBA trade deadline but we've already seen um Teams starting to make a couple move. Uh, teams that know that they're uh, not making a push for the playoffs or the Super Bowl this year are now selling off pieces for draft picks. And um, teams that feel like they could make a serious run at a play, uh, playoffs or a Super Bowl appearance this year have started looking to acquire a couple pieces where they may have been lacking. Then give you a little preview of the big matchup, big divisional matchup with my team, them Baltimore Ravens going against the Pittsburgh Squeal I mean Steelers this weekend. Uh 
more Ravens news as we're one of these teams acquiring a couple players looking to make a run at the playoffs. Uh, another big boxing superstar getting in a match, which I mentioned over in uh, the United States, making his U.S. debut from Japan. You may have heard of him before. Um, several of the UFC fights we're going to take a look at, the guys I know a bit about, as well as I'll just give you my football locks coming up for this week, week eight, I believe, in the NFL, if I'm not mistaken, and try and help you maybe earn a little money on some of them, even though I'll tell you right now, some of my past picks this year haven't been great already. I'm not going <laughs> to feed you guys any lies and tell you I'm some master, like, uh, pick maker like Matthew McConaughey in two for the money where I'm going 10 for 10 12 for 12 14 for 14 I'm more of like a 50 50 type of guy with my picks I like some underdogs I like to make a little money so we take risks here and there but to be honest I think I leaned a bit towards um more towards the favorites and the money picks this week so hopefully help you guys out with those so without further ado Let's get into the show, shall we? Starting with the football news, and we'll move our, on our way through, you know? So, like I mentioned at the top of the show, we saw last week a horrible hit on Andy Dalton from John Bostick, a linebacker for the Washington football team, just lay him right out, concussed my boy, oh, just knocked the helmet right off his head as he was taking a taking a dive to the ground with his legs out front but didn't quite make it down all the way before boom takes a big hit to the head knocked out cold on the field uh similar to a hit we just saw in the falcons panthers game last night between teddy bridgewater teddy bridgewater and uh, i'm not sure the name of the player on the falcons that laid that nasty hit on him as he was going to the ground last night kind of bent his neck at an uncomfortable angle and uh, gave his head a little shock and took him out for a few plays. Seeing the Panthers, second string guy in there, I'm not sure. They said he was an XFL quarterback who did re- well for their brief run, but can't remember the guy's name. But he seemed to do, eh, you know, decent enough for a second string QB. But I'm just hoping we don't see like a, a repeat pattern from this with the Dalton hit and the Bridgewater hit. And just guys taking like these little cheap digs at quarterbacks because I don't know why they do it. It's like you're getting bad penalties. Uh, you're kind of burning your name with your team and um, other teams. is like you're painting a bit of a target on your back as a dirty player. Like, you know, your value, I don't think, as a player goes up doing these things. Like maybe some defensive coaches... I know there used to be like the thing with bounty gate and guys trying to injure players and that kind of thing, but you think with the way that NFL has kind of softened up over the years and really tried to protect quarterbacks, I mean, it's just it's not a good look, man. At the end of the day, it's not a good look. And moving forward, I was hoping to see Bostic get a worse penalty or a fine or a suspension or something like that, but nothing got handed down. Um, I'm not exactly sure why the NFL ruled to do that. I believe uh, the guy who laid out Bridgewater got taken out of the game last night. I haven't heard anything on further punishments for him coming up, but he should as well get some kind of fine or some kind of suspension. Other NFL news, we've seen 
teams already starting to make the decision to tank as the Jets are selling a couple pieces here and there, looking to get Trevor Lawrence first overall next season, even though he's already started kind of hinting at maybe taking a senior year in college so he can maybe get a, avoid getting drafted by the Jets. Even though, you know, as a young college guy, you're probably trying to just make a little money while you're young. And, you know, if you have the pick between going to school for another year, even as a star quarterback, either you must be living it up pretty good or going to the NFL and, you know, making seven figures right away. It's hard to turn that down, especially as a young guy, you know. So I don't know what Trevor Lawrence is going to end up doing. But, yeah, it seems like the Jets are starting to tank. The Cowboys have started uh, sell off a couple of players here and there they're starting to tank and I think in next few days as well we'll see some more players getting dealt I think the Vikings may be looking at a, a kind of a tank like season as they've slewed away a couple players and you know who else is doing real bad this year the Giants still probably you might see them start to move a couple players just just look out for some of the bottom tier teams guys with like one and six records and that kind of thing to start slewing away a couple players looking to acquire some draft picks to start rebuilding. Bum bum bum. Other football news. Yeah, we've seen the Bucks backfield get a bit more crowded with uh, signing free agent wide receiver Antonio Brown. You may have heard of him, you know, the the notorious Antonio Brown, after brief stints with the Patriots last season, and before that the Las Vegas Raiders, and before that was he on the Steelers before that, and he moved right to the Raiders. Didn't work out there. Some issues there. All kinds of issues there. Briefly moved to the Patriots, had some issues continue there, and then he was just done for the year pretty much. And until week eight of this season, we don't know what he's going to look like. There's reports that he looks good in practice. Um, Bruce Arians has said that he's got basically a short leash on him. Um, no nonsense, says he's not looking for any distractions or drama, looking for a team player. And... Um, it's interesting to see, especially with how Tom Brady and him did look good in their one brief appearance together with the Patriots. And, you know, Antonio Brown's previous work with the Steelers, and he's got a just a reputation to be a kind of like an elite athlete and a burner on the side. Like, he can get deep balls. He's a good route runner. Um, he can basically do it all at the position. He's a veteran in the league. Like him and Ben Roethlisberger, I believe, had one of the highest uh, receptions between a quarterback and wide receiver duo in NFL history, like top three or something like that. And, yeah, it's just it's really interesting with that Bucks offense. You know, they got uh, Leonard Fournette and Shady McCoy and Rojo at running back, and now they have Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Antonio Brown, um, that Scotty Miller guy who's coming in, catching some deep balls. Rob Gronkowski at tight end. They had O.J. Howard before he got injured. They have Cameron Braid at tight end. Like, jeez, man, their offensive line isn't too shabby. Like, they're a really good team. I've seen a couple of people have moved them to um, Team 1 in the power rankings, and I haven't really done my power rankings yet. It'd probably be similar to, like, a guy like Colin Cowherd or... Um, Pat McAfee, I usually agree with those kind of guys' opinions on football, but maybe I'll do a power rankings in the next podcast. But needless to say, man, the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers offense is stacked. It's a thick offense, and 
I know Bill Belichick is sweating the way like Cameron Newton and Stidham like have played for the Patriots so far because he's not looking too great for letting uh, Tommy touchdowns go with how good he's looked in Tampa Bay since uh, the start of the season after he had that one bad performance and everyone was saying he was washed. He's just lit the field up, you know? What else have we seen in football? You know, coming up we have a division rivalry probably the league's best rivalry in my opinion between the Ravens and the Steelers coming up this weekend just going in as one of my locks that my Ravens are gonna beat up these Steelers man I don't care they say they have the best defense in the league I'd probably disagree say our defense is just as good at the moment if not a little better with the acquisition of uh, Yannick Ngakwe from the Minnesota Vikings last week it just got even better now that we got Calais Campbell Derek Wolf. um Brandon Williams, Yannick Ngakwe, Matt Judon. Like, come on, Patrick Queen at middle linebacker, man. We got Marlon Humphrey just re-signed. Big deal at corner. We got Jimmy Smith. Who else do we got, man? We just got, we got, uh, we got wolves in the backfield, man. They're hungry. They're chomping at the bit. Who do you got, Steelers, man? You got that Claypool kid who's looking pretty good on offense. Who else you got? You got uh, Deontay Johnson, wide receiver. He's looked okay, I guess. You got Juju having a bit of a down season at the moment. You know, James Conner, you know, he's a good running back. But, you know, Ravens got it running back, man. Mark Ingram may be out this week. Questionable. But we also got J.K. Dobbins and big Gus the Bus Edwards, you know. Coming in, we got Lamar. Triple threat. Okay. Don't forget about him. You're going to have to keep your eyes on him all game if you want to stay in the game. If I was a betting man, which I am, I'd probably bet on Lamar getting a rushing touchdown on them tomorrow. they got to take it, their eyes off him at some point, man. They're going to have their eyes on all these other things going on. We just got Des Bryant the other day signed to the practice squad. Let's go. Uh, definitely need the help at wide receiver, to be honest. I'm not trying to flex our wide receivers that much. I think we've got, like, uh, two receiving touchdowns for the wide receivers this year. It's not great, you know? <laughs> Hollywood and Boykin and Sneed need to step it up a little bit and try and get open for Lamar because, you know, the guy's scrambling there in the pocket. He gives you all kinds of time to get open, but... Dude's just, you know, I don't know if it's a combination between the play calling on offense and the, some of the, you know, we've seemed to slow down the amount of running we're doing from last season, even though we had so much success last season with the run game. I'm not sure, man, but anyways, if you had to ask me how the Steelers-Ravens game is going to go down, bum, bum, bum. defenses are good on both sides. Uh, give a little, maybe lean towards the uh, Steelers' offense potentially right now, especially in the passing game. I don't know about the running game. Our running game, I think, is more versatile. It's going to be close. It's going to be a close game at least, I'd say. It's going to be a lot of defense. could be a pretty low-scoring game. So maybe 24 for the Ravens. 18 or 17 19 19 to the Steelers I'll give them like a safety or something 24 19 for my Baltimore Ravens to beat them Steelers 
And yeah, as I mentioned before, we we have been one of these teams trying to make a push for the playoffs. So we did have a couple signings, like I mentioned, Des Bryant, former Cowboy, uh, all pro wide receiver, hasn't been in the league for a couple seasons, but. From what I've seen, you know, on social media, you can't really glean too much from the workout videos and that kind of stuff. But, you know, he could still come in and catch a couple balls. And, of course, a guy who I'm a lot more excited for, Yannick Ngakwe, a defensive lineman from the Minnesota Vikings, already has uh, five sacks this season, all kinds of quarterback pressures, uh, just looks like a beast on the line, former teammate of uh, Calais Campbell, who we got from the Jaguars in the offseason. So... It's a an ex, it's like an exciting duo, and since we've seen a lot of really bad um, offensive lines in the NFL this year, kind of makes it even more intriguing because I think the teams with bad offensive lines now are just gonna like run through like a hot knife through butter and just smash them pretty much with how good our D line's gotten, and um, even with the teams with good offensive lines, it's gonna do something, add some more pressure anyways, and. Uh, yeah, it's it's just it's exciting times as a Ravens fan, man. We, I like our GM, man, Eric DaCosta. Keep keep doing your damn thing, man. I appreciate you, boss. <laughs> and jump over into the football locks for this weekend. I'll give you guys some. All right, all right. You got your pens. You got your papers ready. Here we go. And I got the Rams over the Dolphins. Probably beat them by a touchdown, I'd say. Give them plus seven on that. Got the Packers over the Vikes. Probably, you know, that's a divisional game. Could be a closer game. Uh, they usually duel it out pretty good over there, but the Packers have just looked uh, dynamic in most of the games on offense this year. The Vikings have looked a little better than the start of the season, but I think Aaron Rodgers is a much better quarterback than Kirk Cousins. So, yeah, give them the lead. Um you know, close game. Could be less than a touchdown there. Wouldn't bet on it like a big spread. Chiefs over the Jets, obviously, you know, that's pretty much the top. You could say the top team, if not them, are the Bucks. Just smashing the worst team in the league. Team that's already given up and decided to start tanking and selling pieces and just looks dysfunctional as a whole, pretty much. So they're going to win, probably. You're not going to make any money on that game, but... Maybe if you de- you give them a huge spread or something like that, they're probably going to win by like 20 points and put in their backups, honestly. It's going to be a gong show over there, that game. Which I mentioned before because it's my team. Uh, I said I do have the Ravens over the Steelers, even though I think we a lot of people have given us the, uh, the favorite in this matchup, even though the Steelers are undefeated up till now. I think we have played slightly better opposition in a couple games, and we still haven't really shown our full potential in offense yet. And, yeah, low-scoring game, like I mentioned before, winning by less than a touchdown, something like six points, five points, four points. It's going to be tight. It's going to be a duel. Uh, I got the Titans over the Bengals, and that should be a pretty... Um, high scoring game but also just the Bengals to get smashed up a little bit give the Titans at least 10 points over them I got the Chargers over the Broncos that should be a pretty good uh, light up game for the Chargers as well I think they'll win by 10 points 
Seahawks over the 49ers. Um, obviously, Seahawks defense hasn't looked that great. Offenses look great. 49ers defense is kind of injured and not as good as they were last year. Offenses look terrible. So Seahawks probably by 14. I got the Eagles over the Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys have given up, uh, shown no heart, no character. Locker room's dysfunctional. Uh, talking shit on the coach on social media and all this, you know, like high school stuff. Eagles going to beat them up, I imagine. They've got a good defense. Their offense is, seems like it's improving. So I got Eagles by 12, let's say, maybe 10. Maybe. It could be worse, man. The Cowboys got stomped by the Washington football team, man. Like, they could lose by two touchdowns, honestly. I might give the Eagles 14 over the Cowboys at this point. Like, they look terrible. Like, get it together, Cowboys. What are you doing, bud? I got the Bucks over the Giants, which I believe is the Monday night game. Something like that. It could just be the late Sunday game. But yeah, I got the Bucks winning big over the Giants as well. Tommy touchdown keeps heating up and roasts them by a couple touchdowns at least. 14 points uh, over the Giants for sure, man. So there's your locks. There's your locks. Hope you got them all written down. Could always rec- like press the old rewind button, go back a minute or two and get them from the top. Get your pens back out. Uh, like I said, you know, it's not a lot of shockers there other than maybe the Ravens over the Steelers for you guys. Like, it's pretty much all favorites this week. But, you know, Vegas always wins for a reason, and the favorites are the favorites for a reason. So, you know, take my word for it or don't. You can do what you want, man. Let's briefly touch on some of the uh, UFC and boxing because I see we're at 21.51 now. Already going a little long with her today but hey let's let's cover a little bit more fighting for you guys so the ufc card this weekend halloween is anderson silva versus uriah hall middleweight uh big middleweight fight i'm not sure if it's three or five rounds even though it's a main event you know it seems like they go back and forth between wanting to be all main events be five rounds but some have been three i think it's all what guys put in the contract and agree to do and agree on the pay to do as well because you are taking that extra couple rounds of punishment so you should be getting paid accordingly for five round fights and man i am almost want to give the nostalgic pick here because i'm like such an old head with anderson silva has like followed him since before he was in the ufc and like the pride and the um rumble on the rock uh cage uh cage days and see him hit like the backwards elbow on fucking Tony Frickland and uh, hitting flying knees on dudes in pride and him fighting I've seen some of his throwback pictures today on social media of him fighting at 170 back in the day just looking like man he's just been ahead and him saying this could potentially be his last fight definitely his uh, last UFC fight with his contract situation he said I'm thinking maybe he's gotten some offers from outside organizations to compete and maybe they're offering him more money than the UFC is. Like I could see one throwing a bag at him, one FC over in Indonesia, or uh, Bellator throwing a bag at him, or one of these other big uh, companies throwing a bag at him because he is a, still a huge name in mixed martial arts. But yeah, 
I can't pick against Silva, man. Like, even though my head might say, like, Uriah Hall's, like, too young and too explosive. He could catch him with something crazy, like a spin kick to the dome. But, uh, man, I just want to go with Anderson Silva here for old time's sake. Say the spider gets the win on his last fight in the UFC, takes it to the judge's decision, and wins a majority decision, maybe loses a round, but wins a majority decision. Let's go Spider Silva, man. Man, you can't pick against him. I can't pick against him. <laughs> Other fights on that card in the co-mains. We got uh, Andre Touchy-Feely fighting out of Team Alpha Male against Bryce Mitchell, now famous for the Twister. Uh, he's got a good episode on Theo Vaughn's podcast as well, getting interviewed. You learn a bit more about him on there. Kind of a your classic striker versus grappler match there. And Bryce Mitchell is a slight favorite right now, and I'd probably lean towards him as well. If it goes to the ground, he could give Andre Feely a lot of problems. You could say vice versa, the same thing if it stays on the feet, though. I mean, Andre Feely's got some hands, got some power. He's an intense dude. Definitely no quit in him. But, yeah, I'm giving the edge to Bryce Mitchell. Second round submission. Another fight on the card, uh, Bobby Green, who's been on a big streak as of late, taking full advantage of all these uh, Fight Island cards and um, getting on, I believe this might be his fourth fight of the year. And uh, he's won three in a row at least, and taking on Tiago Moises. It's, Bobby Green's a slight favorite, and he's shown a lot of growth, a lot of potential. And I just, you know, it's hard to pick against the dude or even dislike the dude, how he carries himself in interviews and stuff. And, yeah, I'm going with Bobby Green as well. Uh, taking the distance, Tiago Moises is tough. He's no joke, but I got Bobby Green by a majority decision in that fight as well. It takes us to the boxing. Let's go over to boxing. We got some fights going on. Gervonta Davis, Leo Santa Cruz. Obviously, Gervonta Davis undefeated up till now. I got him keep that streak rolling, finishing Santa Cruz probably within the first six rounds, I imagine. I think he hurts him to the body and finishes him to the head or something along those lines. That's just when I close my eyes and picture the fight. That's how I see it going down. Uh, Gervonta Davis. KO, TKO before round seven. So within the first six rounds. And then over in the UK, we see um, Derek Chisora versus Usyk, pound for pound, top three in most people's list. Alexander Usyk, former uh, multi-belt cruiserweight champion, now moved up to heavyweight, taking his second fight at heavyweight against kind of uh, perennial... With his title, like, gatekeeper, almost sounds like a bit of an insult, but that's kind of the role he's played at heavyweight in a lot of these big fights. And he's got some big wins as well, coming off a couple of devastating knockouts against Southpaws as well. And, you know, you're, it's this one, another one, kind of like this Anderson Silva one, where Derek Chisora is a big fan favorite, and I almost want to lean towards him, especially uh, the way David Hayes has been selling it. But... Yeah, I got to I got to go with my head on this one and pick Usyk and pick him to finish him later into the fight. I believe probably in round 7 or 8, I think Chisora might tire out even though his conditioning does seem to be an all-time high from everything that's been reported, but 
It's on paper, man. I, I can't pick against Usyk right now. Not if I'm trying to help you guys out a little bit here. If you're trying to put money on it, though, you know, Chisora could be worth a, like a cheeky five dollar bet or something like that. He's plus five hundred right now, so you might want to take a look at it. And yeah, well, I was gonna like talk a little bit of my own boxing training as I've been doing that for about a month now here in my new place. At a decent little gym, training with the competition squad, been getting my ass kicked a little bit here and there, and doing some good um, calisthenics and training on my own here in my building's apartment gym, and my uh, there's a good little outdoor fitness spot that's about a three kilometer or four kilometer jog from my place. I jog out there today, and I hit up a few different stations. I got a good little pull-up bar, good little dip station uh some ones that kind of work like lifting your own body weight against like a pulley system almost it's hard to describe what it looks like but you've probably seen these outdoor kind of gyms where they've got a few different pieces of equipment to go on and you can get a good full body weight workout there man they got like a seated leg press machine a back extension uh something for your chest something for shoulders and uh back what else they have there? A couple little balance uh, balance apparatuses and a little bar, like vaulting bar. You can hop over and do some things on that. Do some inverted rows. Do some abs. And yeah, I just want to say, like, highly recommend that to to anyone right now in lockdown whose um, gym is being affected by all these closures. I know that's kind of doing a lot of people's head in right now and um it's just it's a good activity to get into man and get out of the house get some fresh air and even if you just go and hit up a few different exercises for half an hour so i think you'll you'll be better off for it and uh it's great for athletes as well if you're you're training for different sports you can do a pretty wide variety of uh just google like calisthenic exercises or body weight exercises or um outdoor outdoor training uh workouts or that type of thing and you you should find all kinds of movements and stuff go over to my um instagram at king alex that's king uh spelt with a one instead of an i underscore alex spelt with a three instead of an e and i'm always posting workouts and training videos with the techniques and the breakdowns over there you can go into the 613 fitness section and like the uh tagged stories or whatever it is on my instagram and you can find all kinds of great workouts in there and some things in the boxing section as well as well as getting caught up to date on Alcast and some of the other goings on in the life of this guy you know so there you go if you're interested in that type of thing um, also looking back into getting the YouTube channel up and running as I've talked about wanting to have a video format of the podcast as well obviously not for this episode not I don't have the screen recorder going right now but it is something I'm interested in doing and um as well as some other content like vlogs and training videos. And, you know, I just got to plan it out better and uh, look at some things about the new rules about YouTube. You know, they're not making it as easy for small creators anymore. I don't want to bitch and moan about all that, but it's, it is what it is, man. And I've had to rework my channel like three different times now trying to figure out it's like the best possible way of doing it and still working on it but it is something 
I'm passionate about. I enjoy video editing. I like creating. And it's just, I feel like a better use of my time at the moment than consuming media. Like how a lot of us are kind of almost being programmed to do, I think, with social media is like spend a little bit too much time between Twitter and Reddit and Facebook and YouTube and this and that and this and that. And it seems like there's uh, another different kind of social media um, pulling your attention towards it and the algorithms are getting better and better and better and just especially with a brain like mine it just seems like you know I can waste a lot of time doing just nonsense on social media so I'd rather spend my time creating podcasts like this and creating um, art and creating videos and creating whatever man and uh, putting my own stuff out there rather than uh, consuming so much so yeah, looking forward to getting back into the YouTube side of things as well. So, uh, you know, as always, uh, be kind to each other out there. Keep those wheel kicks going. Keep that jab pumping. Uh, you know, keep throwing heavy leather like you now yet in a way who's also fighting. I f- failed to mention, um, but I believe he's still fighting this weekend as well on that uh, American card. He's the monster from Japan. You should check out one of his highlight reels. You know, you carry yourself like him in the streets. No one's going to be messing with you. And, uh, yeah, guys, just appreciate you guys for listening. And subscribe where you can. Comment where you can. Tell a friend about the pod. All that good stuff. Appreciate you guys. Peace.